what is Conversations with Coriel all about? It's a weekly series on a wide variety of topics, from the metaphysical to the philosophical, from the erotic to the exotic, from the mystical to the spiritual. It's all about showing you how to enhance your life. And I'll also be showing you ways on how you can enhance your animals' lives too. I'll be joined by host Kevin McDonald. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's have a conversation. Well, let's do have a conversation. It is so nice to see you again, my dear. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? You're hot. You're hot. Not not now. I have fans all around. <laughs> so, but, it, but it's it's that's what it, we're talking about today. So yes, it's summertime, and and with um with global warming, it appears that things hey are a changing. We've we've had the hottest summer on record here in Seattle, and we're not even into August yet. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's, but it's it's very tough on our animals, and that's what we're going to talk about today, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. It can be very tough on the animals. And, and, you know, some tips, some practical things you can do to help them out. Last year, we had um, we had about 10 days straight of just 90 plus weather, no wind, nothing. So it's like 70 degrees at night. You know, it's like <laughs> and um, I really had to start and I don't have air conditioning. So I had to really start thinking about how I'm gonna make sure my animals are okay. So that's when I really started gathering all these little tips. And um, then, you know, we heard about, you know, uh, the West Coast getting the crazy 116 degree weather, which, um, you know, and so I decided, okay, well, you know, it's summertime, so let's let's do some tips uh, on, on how to beat the heat. Um, so the first thing you really need to know is you need to know what the signs are of heat stroke. That's important because your animal could be, you know, suffering and then all of a sudden you don't realize it. So until it's too late and it can be, it can be lethal. Um, so how do you know that your, your animal's suffering from heat stroke? There are some signs. So excessive panting more so than usual. If you check their gums, their tongue is bright red. That's letting you know that they're they're not getting they're they're basically the blood is not getting the circulation is not getting where it's needing to be and the body is overheating. I'd never uh, heard that before. That's interesting. Yeah, I got that tip when I was uh, a vet tech for a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you look at their gums and look at their tongue, you make sure that it's a it's a nice pink. It's not bright red. Vomiting, if they're vomiting, bloody diarrhea, um, unsteadiness, if they just seem like all of a sudden they're a little drunk, uh, and they're 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 they don't drink, so <laughs> uh, they collapse suddenly, and the biggest sign is, and usually this is when it's really getting really bad, is they'll have seizures. So, yeah. And the heat stroke, the thing with the heat stroke is it can really damage the internal organs quickly. Okay. So what you have to do is you have to, if, if you even suspect your animal, okay, is, is suffering from any kind of heat stroke. One thing that you can really do to get them down quickly and cool down quickly is wet a tea towel, put it in the refrigerator for about like 10 minutes or so. Um, or just get them into the shower if they're home or get them into some kind of water or something else like that there. But the tea towel is good because what you can do is, is that you put it around them that gets them quick, that gets them um, cooled down really, really quickly. Okay. Also, you also have to understand animals sweat through their paws. They don't sweat through their skin like humans do. They sweat through their paws. So if you can lift them up and put them into some kind of like cool water that's going to it's like if you ever put um cool water on your on your wrists when you're cool when you're hot 
what that does is that you start to instantly cool off. That's because this is, you know, this is all blood vessels over here and this starts going into, you know, your blood and you can feel it better. So, and plus this is really sensitive. So you want to make sure that their paws get into the water. Okay. That's also a nice way of, of a quick way of cooling down. And it makes sense. That's why they burn so easy there on their paws if they're walking. And, that, and that's also something that, that people need to be aware of that's is go ahead. No, go ahead. Is, is just, you know, walking your dog in concrete or on asphalt or things like that, because that gets, if it's 90 degrees in the air, that gets well over a hundred plus and they can, they can actually burn their paws. Can't they? Yep. Yep. And that's the next thing I was going to talk about. They can burn their paws. So you got to understand that when you see that, that heat coming off, radiating off of like you, you've seen the thing on the desert and there's a, this, uh, uh, a road in the desert and you see this heat coming off that you got to understand it's coming. It's, it's, yes, it's coming down from the sun, but it's, it's baking that surface. So you are up above five foot six or whatever tall you are, you're five feet or more higher than your dog or your, your animal. And what's happening is you might feel that nice breeze, but they're down below and they're not able to get that breeze because that heat is coming off that surface. Not only asphalt, not only concrete, but also sand too. Sand oh, yeah. can be wicked hot. I mean, there are times that I've walked on the beach and I had, whoop, 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 you know, because it's like cold, it's hot as hell, man. So yes, they could burn their paws, make sure that you have, um, you, you have like, you make sure you have cream, like maybe rescue remedy cream, some kind of aloe vera cream and make sure you check their paws. Okay. So you got to understand you're, you might, the, the, the height difference can, can really and truly make the difference between it being 90 and it being 116. So just being aware of that, you know, other things that you should have shade and water. So I always, my aunt, my cats are indoor outdoor. Okay. I can't keep them in, can't keep them in, although they're, they're in now, but I can't keep them in forever. Okay. They're just, it's not possible. Not without heavy amounts of alcohol for me. Okay. So, so I don't, I don't even try, but what I do is I make sure in the front yard and the backyard that the animals have water. I always make sure they have fresh water. I always know, know that there's a lot of shade trees around here. So I know that they're, they're smart. Although my ginger boy, he, he likes laying on the stones. Don't ask me why he does. He likes bacon. He needs to watch out because he's a ginger. Okay. So he starts getting freckles on his nose and stuff like that there. But always make sure they have shade and water. You want to make sure that they have that on really, really hot days. Um, another thing is if you want to make sure that they, they it, it depends on where you live, of course. But, you know, another thing you could do is if you wanted to make sure that they had enough water, you could get them a kiddie pool. Aha. Uh -huh. So get your dog a kiddie pool, let them play with the kids in the kiddie pool. You know, or if you don't want to, then let them have their own damn kiddie pool. You know, um, then what you can also do is, is that, you know, sprinklers are great. Um, there's also, um, uh, um, what was I thinking of? Hose, the hose. So just, you know, hose them down every, every so often. Never take them to their favorite watering hole. Take them to the beach, take them to the lake, but don't leave them unattended. Let them have their little, you know, that little time around diving in and having some fun. But it's, uh, you know, it's, if you give them their own kiddie pool, then, you know, they can, they know to go in there when they need to. You might have to train them in the beginning, but after a while, they're going to be just like, no, no, get on my way. I need to get into that pool, you know. Now, cats don't like water much, do they? Can you can you train a cat to like water and be in the pool? 
No. I mean, you can try. There might, you know something? I'm not going to say no. There are some cats. I've seen a water skiing cat. So, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say no. Okay. My cats, though, this is not going to work for them. The, the water absolutely will work for them. But the the kiddie pool, they'd look at me like I was absolutely out of my mind. <laughs> you're, you're crazy. I'm not getting in that thing. No. And if I tried, they would do the cat yoga stretch. <laughs> they would put their, you know, on every on every surface, they would put that one leg here, one leg there, one leg there, one leg there, and then you know, you got to push them down. No. So that's not gonna work. Now at the beginning, you were talking about heat stroke and some of the signs to look for. How do you Get them if they're not drinking water because sometimes they don't. They stop drinking water if they're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. How do you get water into them? It might be there. There might be cool treats you can do. Wow. So that's the that's the next thing I was going to talk about. So you know, cool treats. So some cool treat snacks that you could do for the doggy. There is absolutely such thing as doggy ice cream. Really? Yes. Where do you get that from? The yeah, Chewies and and uh, you know supermarkets and stuff like pet food stores, grocery supermarkets. So yeah, you could do that. You can also dog popsicle recipes. Those are also good. Um, you take like you take like um sausage, and you freeze it, and then what you can do is you slice it. And then give them the the treat, give them the the slice of sausage. So you could do that. Um, you can even try. I haven't I haven't tried this with my cats, but um, you can even try. You know, making like tuna water pop uh, tuna water ice uh, ice cubes, and seeing if your cat or your dog will lick that. There's a good idea. If it, if it tastes like tuna fish, must be like tuna fish. And so you got to lick it on. And so, yeah, that yeah. makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So you, you get creative. Okay. You get creative. So the other thing you need to be aware of is your dog might need a summer dew or your cat might need a summer dew. I was going to ask you about that. Must be psychic. <laughs> so, um, so is it setting them up for summer, especially now that we know that everybody is that everybody's weather is going a little haywire uh-huh. and in the summertime it's getting hotter. Yeah. So in the spring it would make sense to set your animal up and do a summer a summer cut for them in the in the late spring, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now here here's the thing though. The some dogs are great with that. They they're great with their hair cut. They're great with um getting their, their hair hair thinned out. But certain breeds, such as like huskies, you cannot shave a husky. You shouldn't shave a husky. Okay. So you you should absolutely check with your your vet first and make sure that the dog is okay with, or your cat is okay. Because there are some animals that their fur is is acts almost as a insulation regulator. So if they don't have that insulation regulator, they can get in trouble, which is like what the, we're doing for the husky. I so like frozen the, yogurt in an ice cube. Yeah. So like yeah. In frozen yogurt in an ice tray. That's a, there's a there's That's a great Deborah. Idea. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Deborah. Um, so so then that tells me then that we don't quite under what a husky's coat because in the in a winter he can be out and it's like zero. And he's fine. Um, and he could be in 90 degree weather and he's fine. Is that because we don't understand the function of his coat? Right. A lot of the breeds that they're, they're, you, you think of it kind of like if, you, okay, think of it kind of like if you would go out in the middle of the desert naked, <laughs> you're going to burn. There's a picture. Yeah. You're going to burn. Okay, so it's it your clothes, your hair acts as an insulator for the the cold to, to keep your your heat your body temperature and to help your body temperature regulate. 
So you want to just make sure that your animal is okay with getting a summer dew. And it's like I said, just talk to your vet. So now and, I, go ahead. No, go. Oh, I was just going to say, and I know we probably don't need to talk about this with this group because this group is intelligent peoples, but uh, talk about, talk about uh, animals and cars in the summertime. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> and unless you're going to leave somebody in that car with the animal, with the AC on, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do it. Um, it, it it's, it's, you got to understand the car heats up to anywhere between 102 to 120 degrees inside that car within 10 to 15 minutes. So you think you're running in, people think, oh, I'm running in, I'm going to pop a thing, I'm going to get a couple of things, then you're waiting in line, blah, 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 and then they come, they come out and their animals in distress. It, it just, it makes it, it makes more sense. And I understand sometimes you got to take your animal out with you. Just make sure that there's you have maybe a um, an AC partner or something so they can sit in the car with your animal while you do whatever it is that you need to do. But in general, it's not a good idea. Trailers, keeping horses in trailers. You know, it's not only just cars. People, you know have they're, they're transferring their their horses all over the place they're they're cattle they're the whole thing and they're in a they're in a metal box do something <laughs> do don't you know don't, i mean if you need to do that i understand that there's a need to do that but also it's like you know think ahead think about how would you like to be in a in a metal box in the middle of the whatever Texas heat or whatever, wherever it is that you live. It's I mean, it's crazy. Midday, the activities, keep the activities to a minimum. You, you have, not only do you have people that listen to you, apparently we have dogs that listen to you as well. well. Jackson, Jackson, uh, what was, it was Jackson, wasn't it? The bulldog yeah. was listening to us. Yes. He was watching us. Yeah, this, there yeah, you go. That was fun. Yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad your dogs like it. So, and I'm glad you like it, Kayla. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. So midday is the hottest day, okay? That's the hottest time of day. So limit the furry animals' activities. Keep your animals in if you know that it's going to be a really, really hot day. That's what I do, you know? I also have to give them catnip to knock them out so that they don't go outside. But, you know, whatever works, you know? Sometimes in a pinch, you got to do what you got to do. So, you know, walk your dog early in the morning, walk your dog in the evening, you know, play with your dog in the evening, play with your dog in the, in the early morning, but don't do it around from between like 12 <laughs> to three or four, depending on where you are. Right. Now I'd like to talk about, you know, this is a little off topic, <clears throat> But you brought it up because you you have indoor outdoor cats, yes. And do you have a cat door that they can come and go at will? Yes. And uh, do you get uh, things like I don't know spiders and stuff that come through the cat door too? No. Oh, good. No. <laughs> because and the reason well, that well, I, my cats do bring in their pack rats and yeah, and I'm still trying to talk to them. To, to convince them, please don't give me gifts. They're giving you a present. No, yeah. Yeah, it's really nice when you're, it's three o'clock in the morning and you step on a half-eaten pack rat. <laughs> you let out a scream. Let me tell you, I let out a scream that to this day, I don't think I could ever repeat. It was the most disgusting. No, I just, no, I can't. So, so I, I get it, but so you recommend... If you're going to have an indoor outdoor cat that you give them a cat door so that they can, because we, we had indoor outdoor cats because uh, my mom just liked to, they were underfoot. So they threw them outside and stuff. And several of them didn't come back because they became part of part of the food chain. Right. Um, and part of that may have been because they could not access and get back in the house. If they saw a predator coming, is that, 
is so so that really can be a life-saving thing for them right it can it it absolutely can plus it gives them the ability to come in when they feel like it okay not not sit at the door and wait for you right because i might be on my facebook show so i am not looking at the door you know um so yeah it's on their terms they can come and go whenever they please and then i can close the cat door at night i oh that yeah because they've got that little thing that you can close it so they can't can't access the door yeah and that also keeps other varmints from coming in yes yes absolutely and uh you know so that's an important thing too that's a that's a great thing that's one of the the reasons one of the reasons i mean that i got this house that i rented this house was because it was cat door because my other house in upstate new york i was the cat door yeah i had to open the car close the door open the door close the door i was like no (laughs) no so so if you're renting and it doesn't have a cat door, you might want to talk to your landlord about allowing you to put if if you if they know you have a cat because a lot of times you uh, have to pay a deposit and stuff. And mm-hmm. but you might you know, understanding that you're going to have to replace the door when you move out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, it's important. It is them. important. It is. It's very important. So, um, you know, I think it's a lifesaver for me. I mean, I just, and for, for the cats, that way I don't have to, I don't have to worry about them. You know, doggy door, they come in when they want to. The cat door, they come in when they want to. So, so My, yeah. Oh, I was just, I was just going to say, tell you a funny story real quick. Yeah, go. My uh, uh, brother, God rest his soul. Uh, he lived in Granite Falls, which is a outlining area north of Seattle. And uh, um, one day at three o'clock in the morning, he heard his cat. Now, this cat was the toughest cat we've ever seen. Uh, when when we, we gave him to him because he could not, he was not socially able to be in a, in a neighborhood with other cats. He he chased one cat onto a roof and pinned it against the, the, uh, um, the, the, uh, uh, chimney and so we had to take him out there and he my brother had a rat problem and suddenly he no longer had a rat problem so this because this cat was really 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 tough well three o'clock in the morning he's in bed stark naked and uh, this is the story that he used to tell and he, he hears this noise coming from outside and it's this cat making he did not have a cat door making the uh, a really really loud scared noise so he goes down he opens the door shuts the door real quick and then he hears this the thump on the on the uh, um on the porch so he has a flashlight by this the window and uh and and he looks and he flashes the flashlight and he sees these two great big eyeballs it was a cougar that had chased <laughs> That had chased the cat onto the porch, and had he not been able to get in, he would have been dinner. Um, but uh, and it scared the hell out of my brother. And, uh, he, he probably scared the hell out of the the cougar too, because there was this naked man screaming at him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sure that cougar was was scarred for life. <laughs> so, but it, but it is important to to take care of. You give your animals an out when, and it's just like when the heat. Getting back to the heat thing, mm-hmm. you need to be able to get them um, to, so that they can be comfortable right. and and not not get hurt. Yeah, absolutely. So, some other things that you can do um, is if it's you get a cold, you get a water bottle, and you throw it in the the freezer. I always have water in the freezer. I like cold water. That's just me. So, and then you put it in your dog's bed. You don't want to put it directly on their body. I mean, unless it's an emergency, then you want to cool them down ASAP. But maybe put it under the pillow of your dog's bed so that, you know, it's not touching them, but it's still cool enough. It's good. They're going to reap the benefits of the coolness from that or you put a thin blanket over the bed and then you put the the frozen bottle under the blanket that's a good idea you can put a fan in front of your animal 
Now this, I can't do to my cats, but um, again, they, they like the fan, but what you can do is you can mist the fan so that the you spray the fan with water and then it starts flying and they get that reaping that benefit of that nice cool air that's coming in and the water that's coming in. There are cooling pet beds that are available. There's even ice vests. These are vests that you just like you they wrap around your 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 dog kind of like a thunder shirt. You wet them down. You don't necessarily put them in the uh, refrigerator. Um, you wet them down, and then you just put them on your your dog, and it cools them down. So there's a lot of things. There's a lot of ways that you can get comfortable with stuff. What I did was when it got really really bad, I had a baking tray filled with water that I froze. Now the great thing about this is the animals, you can put it on the ground and the animals can lay as close to it or as far away from it as, as they want. But it's actually a nice way and then that lasts longer than like ice cubes. So if you do that, you can do that. That was working really, really great for me and, and for the cats. Um, you can uh, take, um, uh, you can take, um, uh, uh, what was it? Um, a fish tank. You can take a fish tank, fill that with water or fill that with ice. And then you can, again, you can put that either on the floor, put that close to your pet, put it. That was, I used that one time when somebody's tortoise got very, very, um, overheated. And I, I didn't know a tortoise could get overheated, but he could. So they put him in a fish tank with water and ice. And that was helping him revive, okay? Um, you can do um, blocks of, you could put, you know, do the ice in the water. That's what I was doing. I was just throwing ice in the water with the pan. You know, there's a lot of things that you can do that that you can get creative with it. But the most important thing is to make sure that you know what the signs are for overheating and that you, you don't play. You know, this is something that, you know, your animals, again, they're on the ground. And people think, oh, it's so much cooler on the ground. Not always. Sometimes it's hotter on the ground. So you got to just be aware of that, you know, and doing stuff that you can, you can help them in any way, shape or form. So who is sensitive to the, who's the ones that are the most sensitive? Senior pooches, puppies, nursing mamas, dogs with health problems, and any dogs that are particularly sensitive to hot weather. These are the ones that you have to watch out for. And then, of course, there's the other things, you know, stay at home. Don't bring your animal out with you. I know, I know it's hard. You want to, you want them to have fun and you want to be with your dog. And I get it. But, you know, if it's really, really hot, let them stay home where there's a fan. Let them stay home where there's the AC. Let them stay safe. Now, this is something that I don't, I don't, so I'll ask. I have no idea. Does the color of the coat play into how hot the dog is going to get is a is a lighter coat reflecting the heat better than like a black dog like a, a labrador it can it can i mean sacred my black girl is she's a black and gore she doesn't lay in the sun that much she's more of shade she likes to say although she will go up on the roof but she will sit in the, in the shade, but that's an Adobe roof. So I don't know what she's thinking, but whatever. Um, but you know, it can, there are also, there also have been instances where white dogs have gotten skin cancer. They, they are more susceptible to having skin cancer. They, they say, because they're like, think of an albino. They have to be super sensitive. The lighter the coat, the more sensitive usually the animal or the person is to the sun. 
So in parts of the dog that, that are not, not covered by fur or even does, can it go through the fur? Can what go through the fur? Heat? Uh, the, the, the sun and the heat so that, because skin cancer is caused by direct sunlight, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. but it can affect them. It, you just got to be careful, I guess. You just got to be careful. If you have like a dog that's a white pit bull, Okay, and you're living somewhere that gets a lot of sun, you might want to think about, I'm pretty sure they have doggy, you know, um, sunscreens. If they don't, then they can, you could get the natural one so that if they lick it, they won't, you know, hurt them in any way, shape or form. But you should definitely think about putting it on the ears. If their ears are up, that's pink, that's going to, noses, uh I don't know, tummies and stomachs, if they're, oh, yeah. if they're bare, you know. Again, you want to make sure that your animal, your animal, because they want to please us so much, they're very, they can be very stoic. So you just want to make sure that your animal is, is, is okay, is, 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 healthy is is happy is not in any kind of distress or anything else like that there which is what happens when you have severe weather whether it's severe cold or whether it's severe heat so or you could have like my dog who decided that he was just going to be tougher than anything and he didn't want to admit when he was hurting uh, and so he would he, he would continue to go until he could go no more bloody mm -hmm. paws, burn paws, uh, very dehydrated, very hot because he wanted to play, 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 play. And, and so he wanted to throw the, throw the ball and, and stuff. And he would not stop. He just would not stop. So you have to be the parent in those situations, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. And you also have to be aware that they're, 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 they might be doing this in a way to make sure that you're happy, to give you joy, to make sure that they don't want to be left uh, left alone. They don't want to be, um, you know, uh, abandoned or left at home or something else like that there. So they'll act like, you know, it's no big deal. And meanwhile, they could be in distress. Another way that you can tell is, and this is really good if, um, this is a really good tip I learned when I was a vet tech. And we, to make sure that the animal is, uh, the circulation is is going through and everything's okay. So you look at the tongue and you look at the, the gums and you make sure they're not red, but also if, this is gonna be disgusting. So if you press the gum, and then release it. You're going to see and count. You're going to see it turn from white back to pink. The longer that is, you want short. You want like one second. You want, oh, it's back to pink. Because the longer that is, the more that's telling you that animal is tanking. So you want to make sure that your animal is, is got the, 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 they used to call it, I forgot what it blood resurgence. You want to make sure that the blood resurgence is short. And that's one of the ways that we used to tell, especially when we were getting an animal out of um, anesthesia or in some kind of, if an animal was brought in with distress, we had to see how badly he was, they were distressed. So they would see what the blood resurgence was saying, was doing. So that's that's kind of like a human. If you are dehydrated and you pinch the skin on your arm, it won't bounce back to its original shape as quickly because there isn't enough blood flow getting through there to do that. Right. So that's a good test for your dog to see if they're dehydrated, and which is leads to heat stroke and all those other things. But you could also use it for any kind of distress. So if your animal is really like you know, just not acting right and not feeling right. And you're not really sure do the blood resurgence test. And if it takes like three seconds, that's not good. That, that mean that means that the animals should be taken to the vet at least to be looked at, to just make sure that they're okay. 
and I guess I guess uh, dogs are the same thing with skin on their backs. If if they're dehydrated, is does that? that I would say, yeah, it makes sense. It, it that would make sense that it would work on skin is skin. Right. So I had a question that somebody gave me uh, before the show, and uh, it's from one of my clients. She says, uh, "Hi, Coriel. Hope you and the kitties are doing well. They are. Thank you, Catherine." Um, I'm hoping if you have time today, you could send some light on seemingly paradoxical behavior I observe in her dog, Flash Gordon, and other dogs. When it's hot, I try to walk Flash on the sidewalk in the shade where it's cooler, but he pulls to walk in the sun and he will lie down there in the sun panting. What does that mean? So it could be Flash is this little terrier. Okay, so he's this little ball of tenacious energy, okay? <laughs> and um, it could be that he might like the sun, but he doesn't know how to stay. He doesn't know how to say no, and he doesn't know how to stop. Yeah, it's okay for them to get a little bit of sun. It's vitamin D, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. But you don't want them sitting on it for so long. And that's when you have to get a little tough and you have to say, you know something, this is enough. This is making me uncomfortable. We can always go back, but right now we're going to go and sit in the shade for a little bit. So um, it, it could very well be that because that's what I'm getting a sense. I'm getting a sense that he's, he loves the sun. He likes the sun, but he doesn't also know how to is say enough is enough. So that's when we got to be the parent. Um, because again, you know, and, and compromise with Flash and tell him, you know, we'll do this for a few minutes and then we're sitting in the shade. Well, he probably just doesn't get the fact that the sun shining in February when it's 40 degrees outside versus the sun shining in August when it's 95, uh, that, that it's a whole different category, it's a whole different thing for them. Mm -hmm. for, and so he doesn't understand the difference between the two because he can't read temperatures. Well, he just, he just, again, I think it's also, we have to look at the breed because the, the terrier is tenacious. They're stubborn little suckers. You know, they, that's what they were bred for, man. They're, they, they were bred for that, you know. Also, you know, um, uh, German shepherds, very stubborn, okay, very stoic. Um, Rottweilers, very stoic, very stubborn. So, you, you, you know, you just, you have to, what makes you feel comfortable? When my cat Sacred is sitting out in the the sun for I don't know like thirty minutes, I'm like, enough's enough. I go climbing up on the roof. I get her down. Boop boop boop. Nothing's enough. We need to take a break. I don't feel comfortable right now. I feel very uncomfortable with you being up here for this long. So let's take a little breaky. Well, I feel comfortable with you getting on a ladder and climbing onto the roof. I like this show. I want to keep this show going, and it doesn't fly if you don't fly and 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 you you fall off a roof. So stop it. Okay. I know you got wings. I don't. I don't climb up the the way that this house is. This is way going off the topic, but you can get very easily onto the roof from wow. the back of the house. It's 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 against the 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 grass or the earth. So it's just a matter of stepping up. Just oh, bit. okay, all right. Well, then, then I just then, want to put you at ease. You know, I appreciate that because right. I've fallen off roofs and that stuff, and that's not fun. No, I've never done that, and I don't plan on it. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that's the tips that I have. You know, get get creative. You know, but mainly just become aware of the fact of. Where is my dog laying? Where is my cat laying? Where are they? Where are we walking? Hmm, this is an interesting, you know, this is asphalt. Maybe this isn't a great idea right now, you know? Um, and then just 
just become aware of the signs and just have fun, have fun with it, but don't overdo it. Just become aware of, and mainly, how do you feel? Because I think that's a telltale sign because a lot of people that are watching right now are animal lovers. At least I hope they are. Right. So what it is, is that it's how comfortable you feel with this. And if you don't feel comfortable, pull the plug, pull the plug. And then just understand that they could go back to it in an hour or so or something like that there, but I'm pulling the plug. You're the parent. You are the fur kid parent. And they'll respect that sometimes. Sometimes not, but I don't know. Um, but, uh, um, and isn't it true, my dear, that uh, if you're hot, if you're in your house and you're hot, and you just have, you know, a little T-shirt on and little short shorts, your animal's going to be hotter than you probably, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that because the animals, my animals, when they get really hot, they go down on the ground. So heat rises, okay, unless you're on asphalt. And then it's not rising, okay? Um, so my cats get down on the ground. They, 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 when I know, I know when they're laying down on the ground, I know that it's hot for them. So I'll turn the fan on because sacred usually likes to lay on her cat shelf and that's where she is right now. I'm looking at her right now. So she's laying on her cat shelf. She's fine, but she gets down on that ground. I know it's time it's getting hot. Is she sitting there looking at you? No, she's, she's cleaning herself. Oh, <laughs> let's let's talk about you a little bit and thank by the way thank you for the tips i think that that can be very very helpful um to a lot of us i had never thought about putting yogurt into an ice cream or a uh, uh ice tray and and making little yogurt things that, that'd be good for kids too um but uh let's talk about you if somebody wants to contact you how does they do it they do it by going to my website which is coriolkramer.com and you have got a myriad of things that you do, but you work with animals, you work with people, and you can uh, book a uh, um, a long-term program with you. Yeah, um, I don't work in single sessions anymore. I don't. It's not. The, the work with the animal dynamics and the healing work I do, it's, it's, not, it's not possible to fit that into a one-session thing. So I work in packages, five weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks. We can also add more. If you want to do seven weeks, we could do seven weeks. Absolutely. If you want to do 14 weeks, we could do 14 weeks. Absolutely. But this gives us time to work together. Nobody's rushed and I'm able to treat the entire family. It's not just the animals I'm working with. I'm working with the people too. What's going on with you? What's going on in your life? What's, what's, what's been happening with you? How are you feeling, especially with the pandemic? You know, how people are, are they're, they're, they were suffering. They're suffering and their animals are suffering because of it, because their animals love them and their animals want them to feel better. So, you know, it's, 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 a, it's more of a encompassing situation now. I can treat the entire situation and it's just so much better because everybody feels good at the end of working with me so and and you work you work well with the people to do it that way and that is by the way i wanted to mention <clears throat> that we did at that time we called them the animal blueprints and now they're the animal dynamics and uh, we called them that and we did some uh, podcasts around that which are no longer relevant and we took them down because the information that she's been getting um, and downloading, there's a uh, podcast we did two weeks ago about her downloads and how that works. And so you can listen to that. But because of her downloading, she has gained so much more in her skill level and the different types and how deep she goes with the shadow work and all of that stuff that we have to redo them. And so we'll be doing that in a couple of weeks, uh, doing one week at a time for, for all six um, 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 dynamics. 
yeah, yeah. all six dynamics and stuff but i just wanted to make that clear that that your work continues to evolve in a very positive way oh yeah absolutely it's it's really uh it's really a thrill and a half and and you know we're going to be announcing this the sixth dy dynamic when i came up with the the um animal blueprints i had there was only five now i've discovered a sixth one so that's going to be announced and that's really exciting and it's very very interesting i think it's a it's these are great these are going to be great videos to give you an idea of how deep and powerful this work is it's going to be of course just a little taste of what i do in a much bigger longer session of working with people and, and animals but it's going to give you an idea of how profound this work is because this work I believe will shift animal communication and take it to another stratosphere. It's already doing it. I've mentored somebody. I've got one other person that I've mentored in the animal dynamics and she wrote me a text and she said, this is incredible. I've never experienced this before. This work is incredible. And she was studying animal communication for years, but it never, it never took until I added the dynamics. And that was the key. And it, so it's a lot more involved than just an animal communication. Oh, yeah. It's, it, there's, it's very deep. And also, by the way, um, she also, because we are kind of animals ourselves, she can also do a similar thing with human beings as well, right? Yes. Yes. I am focusing right now on my work with animals. Um, I wanted to get you know, the copyright in play and it's, they've been copyrighted. So I'm thrilled about that. And now, you know, now I am also opening myself up to working with people as well too, but this is on a different level. It's, it's a personalities for animals and personality and sexuality for people, but I got to keep them separate. So I've taken every, I've taken all the um, blue prints for people off of my CorielKramer.com. I'm in the process of making another website just for the, the people stuff. And uh, because, you know, you don't want the ookiness of people. Ooh. You know, it's like it's there's a fine line. So you need to keep it separate. Church and state. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, it's it's important. But so the bottom line is there's an intake form on her website. And you go and you fill that out, and then you and her will have a conversation, and then she'll tell you what you need to be doing, and uh, and home play is what she calls it. Um, I'll, I, be I'll be telling you what I expect from you. You're going to tell me what you expect from me. I'm going to work and make sure that we jive together. If we jive together, then yeah, we're going to work together. And when I say we do home play, I don't like the word homework. You're expected to do stuff. I'm going to give you stuff to do for your animal, for you too. And you're expected to do it. So it's not just me sitting back. Yeah, this is what doggy's talking about. No, that's what I used to do. This is really, this is, if you don't want to put in the work, you don't want to play, don't contact me. <laughs> Or if you've got questions, contact her, and uh, and then you can you can figure it out, and she can give you the the, the sound reasonings why she does what she does, and uh, and it actually works. What I'm discovering, Coriel, is that it is very difficult. And well, you know this, but for the people that are listening, it's very difficult to do something of lasting value and impact in a 45 minute session or an hour session or whatever it's just, it's it's it needs to be followed up by the work that you do at home followed by so that becomes a progression to take you from where you are today or your animal is today to where you want that animal to be at the end of a five week eight week 12 week session right right and so right. it's important it's and important you can't you know i can't I, I I posted this on my Facebook page. You know, there was this, these two bulldogs, Sydney and Bama, and they were not able. People, they, the the husband and wife couldn't even sit in the living room together. 
Okay. Because every time somebody went over to the wife, whether it's the cat or the husband, Sydney would flip. So they were having the baby gates all over the place. Baby gates. Now they're now they're everybody's able to sit in the living room together without any incident happening. People are able to enjoy themselves. Bama can allow his brother to have uh, Papa time where Bama used to be jealous of, you know, Papa and, or jealous of people going with the husband. And the opposite was true with Sydney. And now, you know, everybody can have interaction, but this took weeks. You can't, this is years. You know, this is years in the making. You know, this didn't happen overnight. So the, I can't do this work. But we got them sitting together. We got them all together in the same <laughs> No baby kids. So what, you know, but this is, it takes time. You want magic. Magic doesn't happen all the time overnight. No. It, it happens, you know, sometimes it happens gradually. And that's the magic of this work. This work is healing animals and helping people and helping their animals in ways I was never able to do before. I didn't even fathom it. And it's continuing to, it's continuing to grow. So between now and when we do the dynamics again in a couple of weeks, there may be more to it. There may be a seventh. There may be there may who knows where where what what who downloads knows? you're going to get between now and then. Who knows? You know, and it's 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 awesome. But it's I, I tell you, it's for me, it's just a real pleasure to watch the evolution that's going on because you'll you'll Thank call you. me and go, guess what? I learned that and then this and that and then it's like I never knew that was possible. And so it's you you you're. You're making an impact. And Kayla May has said to you in the past that you are you are a gift to the planet, and I wholeheartedly agree with that. Thanks. <laughs> own it, dear. Own it. I'm but, owning it. I'm owning it. Thank you. I accept it. I take it. There, Thank you. <laughs> there you go. So go to uh, CorioKramer.com. Find out more about her. Uh, work with her. She's awesome. And uh, we'll be back every Tuesday at noon. Yeah, next Tuesday, we're going to talk about uh, that was so long ago that we talked about that. What are we going to talk about next Tuesday? We're going to be talking about what I do, what 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 my what my what my life purpose is. And then we're going to go into the dynamics. Yes, indeed. It should it should be. It'll be a dynamic show, shall I say? <laughs> I uh, that was uh, that was just too much all righty well th <laughs> i'd like to thank everybody for being with us today yes, uh again you. go see coriokramer.com and uh um, get all the information you need about her and uh we'll see you next tuesday at noon Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.